Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bite Time. My name is Terry Tu, and today's show will be called Can We Operate? Today, we're going to discuss the use of software used on today's computers, also used on phones. Also, we have operating systems on televisions. And we'll get into that and some of our regular devices. You'd be surprised that operating on some kind of version of the software platform that's used today. So we'll get into that and we'll talk about um, things I've done this weekend. Nothing. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. You know, let everybody know what software is, what's the purpose, and how functional is it. We're gonna get into all those specifics also, and then we're gonna talk about some of the software companies that are used in the United States. Well, some of the largest software companies. Basically, in the United States and in the world. And we'll get into that also. And anything else that people want, that are listening, that have anything they want to comment on, you are more than welcome to talk to me here on uh, the podcast. And, you know, let's get started. All right? So let's bring this music down a little bit, people. Yeah. So we had to bring that music down a little bit And uh, a good Sunday morning to everyone Today is the very last day of July uh, 31st, 2022 And time is flying by, ladies and gentlemen Here we go, August starts tomorrow You know what that means? The end of the summer is coming All right, September All right, we get away with that October, ah, you know October, it's still really a fall set to settle in. November, forget about it, you know. That's a wrap, okay? Uh, but other than that, that's it. Nothing exciting that I've done over the weekend. Let's see. What did I do yesterday? I just barbecued on the grill, just chilled, uh, watched a little TV. Didn't do anything outrageous. Remember, I didn't. I live a boring life, people. So, but what else? Anything in the world? Let's see. Anything that's going on? Did I see anything going on in the world? Nancy Pelosi is going to Asia. She hasn't decided she's going to go to Taiwan because China wants to retaliate. I don't know why, but this is the world that we live in now. Here we are going on a government trip. You got another government telling you, hey, you can't go there, but that's not your jurisdiction. Anyway, that goes without saying. Let's see. I did watch the TBT, the basketball tournament. And uh, there's a team from the Buffalo winning. I think they're playing a championship today. That's on ESPN. Those are pretty good uh, tournaments to watch. What they are, they're former ball players, like say um, University of Dayton, Wichita State, University of Buffalo, uh, teams from the Midwest. They're mostly between the Midwest and the coast and the East Coast. So, they play in the, the basketball tournament, and they play at different arenas. I think this year's, I think it's at the Dayton Arena. I'm not going to check that out for you, but it's pretty good. So what it is, like I said, it's, it's a culmination of few, um, former ball players at that university. Majority of them play overseas in France, uh, Germany, uh, being in uh, Serbia, and also Italy and Spain. And... 
what it is, they get a corporate sponsor, a small corporate sponsor, to get a team together of maybe 12, 13 guys, and they play for a million dollars for for the championship game. So I think last year, uh, Beheim's Army won. There was a team out of Philadelphia that's winning like three years in a row, but, you know, they got old. <laughs> so they got old, so. But uh, other than that, that's it. So let's get started. So today's show goes, Can We Operate? And basically, we're going to talk about the software that's attached to our computers, all different kinds of devices that are out here. So you say to yourself, hey, Terry, what is software? Okay, I'm going to explain to you. Software is a set of instructions, data, or programs used to operate computers and execute specific tasks. It is the opposite of hardware, which describes the physical aspects of a computer. Software is a generic term referred to application scripts, programs that run on a device. So right now I'm running Windows 10 on my computer. That is the operating system software that's on here. Okay. So that's the core of that computer. Also, I'm running um, Microsoft Office. Okay. I'm running a suite, a suite of applications. So it'd be Office, Excel, PowerPoint, Word. Those are all separate uh, applications for that software. You follow me? Same thing as you were run, uh, you're running database programs, which is through Oracle. Okay. That's a set of applications that are run on a large frame, large frame database servers. Okay. So same thing with a cell phone, like my cell phone here, I have a pixel six, which is a very good phone, believe it or not. I'm not trying to, you know, throw some love out there, but it's a very good phone. I didn't realize that you can actually take a, if you take a picture of someone and you go to this magic wand thing and it actually, you circle them, it takes them right out. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, so right now my phone is running on Android 12. That's the version of software that's built into the phone. Okay. So you'll get pop-ups on your phone telling you, Hey, you need to update the software on your phone because you don't want to have the same software applications on there all the time because you have to have what they're pushing out is a patch. That's another thing we'll talk about too. There are patches that are pushed out. So what they do, they say, listen, we're going to keep this on here for about 60 days, 90 days, but we're going to send out a patch to your computer or your phone, this needs updating, okay? Because you can't keep something old in there because you got to be aware of the hackers, the malware, all the stuff that's coming in there. So you, excuse me, the companies, Microsoft, who are in B, um, they will push out a app, they'll push out a patch and that is upgrading your, whatever it be, computer, your phone, anything that has, an OS on there or operating system or any kind of soft televisions. They also have a uh, operating system on there. Okay. Samsung's got their system on there. My tablet has a version of, of Android that runs. Okay. So you have to be cognizant and think that, okay, if I have this computer, I don't need anything else. No. You have a computer, like I said, it's a set of instructions. You have scripts that are written in here. Uh, Power CLI, that's a script that's run, okay? And we'll get into all that also. 
So like the, like the, I was just reading earlier. So it's a set of application scripts and programs that run on a device. Okay. So even some of the, uh, what can I think? It's, 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 you'd be surprised like what's in software. Even my microphone I'm talking to you on, it also has updates. Okay. It has software in order for me to talk to you, to the masses I hear, whoever it may be, I still need to have it runs on an application software. So Samson says, Hey, listen, if you're going to use this microphone, download this application because you're going to need it. Okay. So like I said, a set of instructions that I needed to run your computer, even watch television, um, even drones, they got microchips in there. Okay. So it came with an OS that's built in to the remote. Okay. So same thing when you, um, Cisco, they runs, they're running app, they're running, uh, applications on their servers, right? Um, you have to have software for that. So we'll get into all that. Okay. So let's get started and let's talk about some of the software companies that are run in the United States and around the world. So we'll get into that also. All right. Okay. So. Well, something that we uh, will talk about is it's going to, this is like a, the largest uh, software research summary. Um, Microsoft is the largest software company in the world. They uh, have a massive desktop OS market of 74%. So you can't go without majority of the computers you have out here. You will have Microsoft. Or Microsoft. Windows is running on there. 74% of all computers in the world are running Microsoft. Okay. You can get computers now with Linux. Okay. We'll get into them also. That's an open source code. So that's a totally different ball game, but it's the same principle. It's a set of instructions and scripts that are run. Okay. So, but Microsoft is the big dog that's out here. Okay. They run 74%. I don't care if you're in Bangladesh. I don't care if you're in Finland. Oh, let me take that back. That's probably running because that's a Finnish company. Uh, Linux is, but still, you still have people running Windows operating system on their computers. Okay. As of 2021, the global software industry has a market size of $533 billion. Okay. Between 2017, 2022, the number of software publishing businesses in the U.S. grew by 9.1%. The global business software and service market is projected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 11.7% through 2030. Today's software companies have the ability to change the world. We interact with intelligent software so often we probably don't even realize that we have it. So see, this is what I'm saying. You have devices that are running on an OS or some kind of software that's run on there. You might not see it, but you know that something's running it. Okay. A set of instructions that are needed. Like I had this, uh, um, I have a media interface called a focus, right? It has software. It'll ask you, what are you running? Okay. You're running Apple. 
okay? Or you run Windows, Linux, it'll ask you that. And then you have to click on the box and say, hey, I'm running Windows. So it could, like I said, it has a set of instructions and applications in order to use that device on your operating system, okay? All right, today's software companies have the ability to change the world. We interact with television software. I've read that already. Um, some of the software companies we want to talk about, but some of the basic software you can see on a daily basis, uh, like I said, Microsoft Word, Vira, Adobe Photoshop, Windows Media Player. I'm going to get into that right now because Windows Media Player is already built in to the Microsoft Windows 10 OS. So that's not really a software but it's already built in so that's already in there so that's kind of misleading but it's here it's still a part of microsoft okay our lives and business are easier with software applications as we often use software applications like managing databases that would be um, oracle accounts billing payroll and more we use software in healthcare banking and general communications okay and valued at over 533 billion, the software industry is projected to reach a market value of $773 billion by 2025. And it's no surprise how much software exploded over the years as it plays such a significant role in our everyday lives. So what they're saying is that it's not going anywhere. You still need a set of instructions to run software on devices. Okay. So like I said, even refrigerators, that I saw at um, I saw at Best Buy, Samsung, it's running applications because you have you have some have TVs in them, okay, some have Wi-Fi, so you have to have a set of application instructions on how to use it, okay. Same thing with the what's the latest cameras. I have a Canon camera. What does it tell you? Download this application. Okay, when you want to put pictures on your on your computer, okay, it's gonna ask you what is your operating system, okay, because it knows it needs a set of instructions and applications to follow through so it'll work properly on your computer. All right. Okay, so let's get started. So first and foremost, the number one company in the world we talked about them already is Microsoft. Seventy four percent of their of the computers in the world are running Windows, okay? So they're running Windows 10, Windows 11, Windows Professional, Windows Home. Regardless, it's running. I don't care what language you're speaking, it's got it, okay? And I've been out there with Microsoft in Redmond, Washington. It is big. It is really big out there. It's like a whole new, it's huge. I wasn't able to get on the campus, but I drove by the campus. It looks like you're at a university. So what they do have a welcome center there, and it gives you a history of how Bill Gates, Paul Allen, and who else did I leave out? Basically, Bill Gates and Paul Allen started off Microsoft. God rest your, God rest your soul, Paul Allen, for being a part of a, what's the word to use? Okay, software that's been utilized since 1975, okay? It's used around the world, everywhere. So thank you, Paul Allen. All right. So founded by Bill Gates, Microsoft is the leading developer of software systems and applications for the PC. Based out of Redmond, watching, like I said, 
The software company is the biggest giant in the industry. They design, produce software, sell licenses, support their products. Most PCs and laptops will be already wired with Microsoft applications. Like I have 10 on my computer. All right. And then next I'm going to talk about uh, because of the, uh, the cloud, Microsoft Azure. That is a cloud provider that they have now from that they use. So Office 365 is a great uh, applicate, uh, software that's used now because that's part of the cloud now. All right. And the next company is Oracle. Based out of Redwood, California, Oracle is the largest provider of database software. They also boast uh, second place for a larger provider of business applications. So what they're doing is they're taking multiple, multiples amount of information and they are, they have a set of instructions to do for storing all of these running hardcore business applications. Okay. The business revolves around the production and distribution of an integrated line of software products for data management. Computer aided software design, development and application design and development and data integration. And they also run suites of uh, software for financial, human resources and manufacturing. So like um, there was a company, Merkle, they run, I think they sold the business to Oracle. They were over here in Columbia, Maryland. They were known for doing database work and and their thing was financial and then Oracle bought their business and they run, they run mostly Oracle, Oracle applications on there. So they bought them up. Next one is uh, Salesforce. Salesforce, uh, the annual revenue is $27.9 billion is their revenue. Based in San Francisco, Salesforce is the largest cloud-based provider of business software focused on customer relationship, uh, customer relationship management. Salesforce focuses on and has pioneered cloud, web, social, internet things, and AI technology. So Salesforce is really big. And they've been doing a lot of stuff. And, you know, their software is starting to really come out in the last few years. So, and... Can't go wrong with them. They also provide software such as e-commerce analytics as well as social media tools all based on the cloud. They host an annual event in San Francisco attracting exhibiting clients from all kinds of industries, including financial, telecom, health, healthcare, engineering, entertainment, and government. So Salesforce, another big company, okay? You, same thing. You have to have a set. We talked about earlier. To run software, you have to have a set of instructions and application and scripts to run, okay? Because if we didn't have any software, our computer would be beeping all the place, okay? It would be the BIOS, beep, 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 <laughs> all right? So, are you running BIOS? You hear the BIOS, you know what I mean? It's looking, well, it's not fun. Who wants to hear beeping all the time, okay? Next thing, next, next company, Adobe. Now, everybody's heard of Adobe. All right. Adobe's revenue is $15.785 billion a year. Based in San Jose, California, Adobe was founded in 1982. The company is most popular for software revolving around multimedia production, including Photoshop, Illustrator, After Effects, Lightroom, and many more PDFs. They're fantastic in converting like a Word document 
and create and put it into a PDF. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's great. You know, it's how you take a Word document and then create it into a PDF. It makes things so much easier. Okay. Okay. What we're saying is that Adobe has been through a number of acquisitions, including Hello Arrhythmic and Marketo, making their competitive software giant. They also were creators of the Flash Player to certain applications, but the service ended in December 31st, 2020. I used to love the Flash Player, okay? But I guess they got tired of it. And then sometimes there are little hangups in there, but it was great. It was a great program they had, okay, the plugin. All right. The next company is ServiceNow. Uh, they have a market cap of $5.9 billion, all right? ServiceNow offers a business cloud computing solution that helps clients identify, build, manage, and automate services for global businesses across industries like financial, consumer products, IT, healthcare, government, education, and more. ServiceNow is almost like Remedy, okay? And that's basically what it is. It's just a tracker tracking system like like you do remedy what do you do you, you isolate things saying hey i have an issue uh problem with my computer blah 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 blah. put all your information in there and it just gets sent to it's get routed a ticket gets routed then that person is in charge of that ticket would get it say hey boom what else what are all the problems i have so this is basically the same thing okay i call it the business focuses on service management for things like customer support security operations and human resources and company is truly global with data centers across all continents except Antarctica because it's too, too cold. <laughs> That's the only reason why it's too cold in Antarctica. All right. All right. My favorite company. We're going to get into this one. Intuit. Operating out of Mountain View, California, Intuit is a number five of our largest software companies. This organization offers financial reporting, compliance products, and services to its clients. They cater to individuals, small businesses, self-employed, and accounting professionals globally. They are Silicon Valley's leading developer for software aimed at small businesses with software like QuickBooks and TurboTax. Now, TurboTax, I use, okay? They'll tell you on there, okay, it's a great application, great software to use, okay? But don't tell everybody it's free and it's not free, people. Come on. I think you got sued. But it's excellent. It's excellent, excellent, excellent. TurboTax is so easy. The first time I used it was back in, I don't know, years ago. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do this because I don't want anybody. If I get something wrong, IRS is going to come after me. But it's so intuitive to use, okay? All you have to do is follow the instructions. You cannot go wrong. It's a very, very simple. A dummy like me, I'm able to do my taxes, okay? So... Trust me, if you use it, now they have to put in a, um, a statement in there saying that they're charging. Because before they're saying they weren't charging, but they are, they're going to, they have to charge. You have to put that statement in there now. So when you do taxes for 2022 and 2023, that statement will be in there. But it's a very good software, very easy to use. Okay. The next one is Workday. I use Workday at work. Go figure. Workday is based in the heart of Silicon Valley in Pleasanton, ranking as uh, ranking number eight on this list. This organization offers corporate cloud services across the globe. 
uh, it uses financial services, human resource management, uh, analytical application for businesses, educational institutions, and government agencies. So it also says that both an application offering analysis based on content, daily business activities to enable informed decision-making for users. So I use it for work because there's sometimes there's classes that we have to take and they'll say, go to work day, boom. Here's work day, do this class, boom, all right? Very simple to use, okay? Okay, the next, next one we're gonna talk about is Autodesk. It has a cap, uh, market cap of $4.3 billion. This is Autodesk, okay? Based out of San Rafael, seems like all the companies are in California. Okay, let's get that straight too. Uh, based out of San Rafael, California, Autodesk or ADSK is a multinational software design service organization. This company produces AutoCAD, which is the world's most popular design, detailing, and visualization software for architects, engineers, con uh, constructors, product designers, and entertainers. So this software is specifically for engineers. It is, like I says, a set of an app, set of instructions to run applications for engineering. Okay. And, to, and I've never used it because I'm not an engineer, but I heard it's a very good software to use. Okay. Next one, Citrix. I have used Citrix before. Okay. I use it a lot. And this is a great company. Okay. So, um, I've used it. Like say, for instance, you need another platform to do, like say, uh, like say you have a, a D, you have a drive, you have a K drive, and you want to run Citrix. It's almost like cloud. So you want to um, map it to, let's say, to the K drive. Bam, map it to there. So when you log in to Citrix, bam, there it is, right there. Pull up everything you got on that K drive. All your folders and everything is in there. Citrix or CTXS is one of the world's largest leading software providers in the world. They offer software that manage any application over the connection on any device, allowing for easy management and IT assistance. Okay. It markets and licenses products for its clients across the internet, device integrators and service providers. Very good. A very good software. Excellent, excellent, excellent. It's great. And it has some of the best uh, security also in Citrix. Uh, I'd recommend that to anyone to use. They have to work at home a lot or they're running multiple applications. I would get Citrix, have somebody install that and, and they're great. Citrix is great. Okay. And let's keep this moving. Hope everyone's enjoying the Sunday. I don't know where you're located at, but we're here in Maryland. The temperature is about, ooh, I think it's in the 70s. So Okay, let's keep this going here. All right. So we just got done talking about Citrix and they're based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. And okay. I'm just looking at some information on Citrix. Uh, let's see. Yeah, virtual apps. They're great. I, I, I like them a lot. Okay. All right. Next one. Norton LifeLock. If everybody knows Norton, they just recently got LifeLock in the few in the last few years. So we'll get into that. 
Norton LifeLock is a global leader in security software programs that can protect your computers from hackers and other viruses that attack computers. Norton, Norton's programs enable clients to see secure computers, online privacy, identify, as well as home networks. So this software can be found on most PCs for personal business use. This is headquartered in Tempe, Arizona, and has employees 12,000 employees. Okay. Can't go wrong with Norton. Norton Antivirus is very good. They also can tell you if you have, if you're almost being, if you're going to be attacked, if you're attacked, or it will, hopefully it'll catch it. There has been instances when Norton had uh, viruses run on there, but they were able to correct that issue. But I trust them over McAfee. Uh, who's that? Kaspersky. We're not going to get into that because I heard that is state run by Putin and Kaspersky is saying they don't. So some American, some governments were running Kaspersky. I heard it's a very good um, antivirus uh, protection software, but because it's a Russian uh, software, the United States government doesn't want that on the computers, and I, I can't blame them. So, but yeah, Norton antivirus, I uh, I've used it. That's good. It works good. All right. Okay. Next one, company's called CDK Global. All right. I've never heard of them, and we're gonna talk. I'm gonna bring up some more information about CDK Global. And let's see what we find out on this company. Okay. All right. So basically, CDK Global, what I'm reading is an American multinational corporation based in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, providing data technology to the automotive, uh, heavy truck, recreation, and heavy equipment industry. So their entire software is to the automotive industry. All right. And that's pretty good because, hey, everybody's driving nowadays. So you know what? Hey, why not? Why, why can't we have software? Okay. All right. Next one. We're going to talk about this one. Red Hat. All right. Red Hat, which is known as Linux, open source. Let's do it. Okay. Red Hat, or RHT, is the world leading provider of business open source applications, more commonly known as Linux cloud products. Their products operate on the open source code, so the programmers have the ability to make adapt adaptations and improvements when they use the software for their own use, okay? So it's open source. Like they're saying, you can do what you want, okay? But you still have to buy a license from them, from uh, Linux, from Red Hat, okay? Like I was just saying, yep, Red Hat is uh, subscription-based and bases its success on its open source business models. Red Hat operates in a variety of countries, of course, in the Americas and Asia Pacific. In 2010, IBM purchased Red Hat, excuse me, 2019, IBM purchased Red Hat for $34 billion. Okay. And other companies, here's a company I used a few years ago. I was in, a, I was in the process of purchasing the house. This is called Dropbox. And I had to use them because they asked me to send some documents and I was given a temporary code to put in, drop it in the Dropbox, boom, there it goes. It sends it off, sends to the organization you had to go to, and then they'll have the code, open it up, bam. You can't go wrong. 
Okay. So Dropbox is another company. Uh, since 2008, the San Francisco-based cloud storage and management company Dropbox has, has set the standard for storing and collaboration of files in the cloud. There you go. Initially launched as, as a niche software built startup by MIT students Drew Houston and Arash Fredowski. Forgive me if I botched your name. I apologize for that. Uh, the company attracted more than 1 million users in the first year alone. Okay. And it goes on to say uh, they have uh, secure sharing and analytics leader, Doxen. Um, they've been buying company and it's one of the best companies remains the name to beat in uh, cloud, cloud storage and sharing. So, you know, this is another company. It's phenomenal. Hey, I got to give them props. They're good. They're real good. All right. Okay. Cisco Systems. Everyone knows Cisco. Okay. Same thing. They're out in Silicon Valley and in San Jose. Now, you know, Cisco does it, uh, you know, servers. Uh, what else? They provide uh, all kinds of services, data centers, everything. They also have software. Okay. One of the most respected, acclaimed, and successful tech companies in the world, Cisco Systems, uh, is largely for keeping uh, networks across the globe connected. Uh, it was founded in 1984. And it's one of the premier companies in the world. And the conglomerate manufactures and sells networking hardware, which is true. They sell the, the DIMMs for the thin clients also, because I used them, that's I know. <laughs> Uh, network hardware, software, as well as telecommunications equipment and other technological services. So they do uh, VTC, video, uh, video teleconference, VTC, video teleconferences. And that's in real time, okay? And that is in 19, that's in clear 1920 by 1080 DPI. So it's dot per inches. So when you, like when they do VTCs, uh, back in the day I was doing VTCs. So the, the clarity on those was really good. So Cisco's responsible for that, okay? But he also needs software, okay? So uh, it has OpenDNS, WebEx, Java, Jasper, as the company's founded by Sandy Lerner and Lena Bosak, Stanford grads, okay? That's just like saying it came from MIT, okay? <laughs> and it became part of the, of the, um, of our internet world, okay? So Cisco, it's it runs in the market cap of two hundred billion dollars, okay, and it runs software. It has an internet, excuse, internet network operating system that they have that's across the board on some of the devices. It is a family of proprietary network operating systems used on several routers, network switches and all manufactured by Cisco. So this is all proprietary stuff that they have, and it's running only their software. But you still need, like I said, a set of instructions to run. This is exactly what you need, okay? Next company, VMware. Something I use at work too. <laughs> all right. Um, cloud computing uh, from my Palo Alto. Once again, part of that Silicon Valley area. VMware is a cloud computing virtualization te uh, technology company. As the name applies, the use of VMware or virtual machineware, OK? 
okay? Creates a virtual machine that allows business to run multiple applications, operating system workloads on one server and reducing IT costs while increasing the flexibility of the computing environment, all right? And so basically what they do, they're compressing everything, using less people, but you're gonna put it in a virtual world. It's monitored, trust me. It's monitored because you got to check and make sure what the size of those those VMs are. Okay. And it has a partnership of 75,000, excuse me, 75,000 people. Um, the industries, banking, healthcare, retail, telecom, manufacturing, and government. Okay. And this was found, this company was founded in 1998. And let's see. In 2004, I'm going to get into some other things too. Dell did buy uh, VMware in 2004. Excuse me, in 2016, and so they was they were part of the EMC when EMC was you know the big service. So Dell, that's when they did their monster acquisition of EMC VMware. Okay, and like I said, it's big company now. Uh, the companies rose uh, from 9.6 billion when when they first bought them to 11.8 billion between 2018 2019. All right, uh, Dell. So let me get back to this. Dell had paid 67 billion dollars for the acquisition of EMC, and VMware was a part of it. Now, as of recently as a few months ago, Broadcom announced it was acquiring VMware in a massive 61 billion dollar deal. The deal is a combination of cash stock with Broadcom. Broadcom assuming $8 billion in VMware debt. So now Broadcom has bought them now. Okay. It hasn't gone through yet. I think they're just waiting through getting the okay from Congress and everybody, but this is a done deal. Okay. Uh, I said Broadcom gets more than core virtualization, which the company was built on. So nothing, basically what they're saying, nothing has changed. We're still keeping it moving. Right. So. And I think that is it, people. Yeah, so we just, uh, I talked to you guys enough, almost 40 minutes worth of time here. I just want to say thank you to everybody uh, that entered the, uh, for the show today. And if you feel like um, talking to me, send me an email, you're more than welcome. And I'm just going to send a thank you to everybody out there. I really do appreciate you uh, coming on. I really do. Trust me, I really, really do. I never thought I could do this medium. And and I have been enjoying it ever since. And like I said, I would love to hear some of your shows. And if you have a show that I that you have, please respond back to me. Let me know. I will more than glad to hear your shows. And hey, I'm a big fan of the podcast now. So if you have a show and like I said, if you want, like for me to hear it, I would love to hear the show. And I want to say thank you to the first person and DOS DOS, yay, just got rain system into the studio and profit gift crown. I want to say thank you all for listening. I appreciate your participation and just listen to me. Uh, you know, sometimes I sound tired and dry, but you know what? Sometimes it's like that, but I just want to say thank you all for listening. And 
We're going to come back next week. I haven't decided if I'm going to come back on next Saturday or Sunday. And I got to see how I feel during the week. But um, I'm going to come back again. We're going to talk about more, you know, internet, you know, and IT, information technology, the world that we live in. And things are going to change, keep changing every week. There's something new that's coming out in this world with, uh, with, with, I don't care what, uh, what workforce you're in, if you're into telecom, IT, healthcare, you still are using technology, all right? Who would have thought 40 years ago that we, this thing has blossomed into something that's become easier to use and also very profitable for some of the companies that are out there, all right? So on that note, I want to thank everybody that's listening today. Uh, I hope you have a good week this week. And tomorrow starts a new month, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what that means? Preseason football. And at the end of uh, of August, we'll be college football. I'm a big college football fan. So maybe one day we'll do a show and talk about that. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care. Be well.